What's going on? Welcome to Fit, Healthy, and Happy Podcast. Um, We're back at you with another Mailbox Monday, and we're going to be making a slight amendment to how these are done. So uh, essentially, we just answer a ton of questions, so we felt like we've done enough. Whereas questions, you know, they're not coming by as much. So, you know, this week we actually didn't receive any questions, which hurt us dearly. We uh, Kyle was literally shedding a tear. I I was pretty upset. I love having questions asked, and I didn't see any it demotivated him to fill it to yeah. film this yeah i was like i don't really want to film it but then we're like okay we need to get the content out here josh was pushing me and here we are because there are a lot of commonly asked questions which is what we'll be doing today yeah. in our episode so these are questions that i've been asked by a bunch of my clients probably within the last week and i think they're a lot of fun so we're going to jump into them but before we do that because you're a beloved podcast listener myself and kyle are just so excited to bring to you an amazing promotion we have going on. This is something we've never offered before. So if you essentially know about our online coaching, um, we usually charge uh, lump sum payments, so you need to commit to at least a minimum of two months, all the way up to pretty much 24 weeks. But for all our listeners here, we're gonna be offering a special promotion, um, both in price and in commitment. You'll be able to commit to month and month. Um, This is just gonna be a summer promotion we have that take on some new people that perhaps haven't explored the benefits of online coaching and who are committed, hardworking individuals who are ready to get that done. So if you'd like to apply to be considered for this promotion, have the chance to work one-on-one with us to transform your life and truly get in the best shape of your life, just go ahead and shoot us an email at contact at colossusfitness.com. Go right for that. I would shoot that email sooner than later because we're only going to be working with five individuals off of this podcast. So just make sure you have the subject line as podcast so we know you came from the right place and then we'll get you all set up. Uh, And here's one thing to add. A lot of people ask this and this is something commonly you see in the fitness industry when you sign up for someone's online coaching program, especially if they have a bigger following. You will be working directly with either Josh or myself. We don't outsource our coaching to these random people who don't care about you or know nothing about you. You will be working with us and we will get you results. Exactly. We treat our clients as if as good as we treat our own ourselves you know I'm every client I have I want to see them succeed as if as much if not more than I even myself you know we're going to take care of everything if you haven't looked into this you're really missing out um, go you can go ahead and explore our website we have tons of Facebook reviews and transformations and you can see how we've been able to change hundreds of people and we look forward to you being next now without further ado we're going to get in this new structure of questions um, and also if you're going to apply go ahead and leave a question have some fun with it so we'll have three to answer for next week um, obviously, there's only so many questions and things in fitness uh, that you know we're gonna want to keep this segment going as long as we can, but we don't want to be you know repeating too much. So let's uh, jump into it. So first question that a lot of people ask is how to get rid of lower stubborn body fat. I love this question because when I used to work at a gym, I used to do. Um, so it was called like 24 fit or something. It took you 24 minutes, you do 12 exercises essentially, and you're gonna get fit was the way they had it. It was mm, like 12 different machines. Now people love the freaking ab machine, man. They're like, oh, I'm gonna get a six. So many people told me, I'm gonna get six pack abs. How long will it take me, two to three weeks? And these are people that were pretty overweight, brand new to the, to the fitness industry, and they're wondering how the heck they can get 
you know, six pack abs as fast as possible. So more often than not, that's what people care about. You know, first and foremost, getting rid of that yeah. stomach. And the unfortunate news I find is usually the stomach fat is what will go last. So if you're looking to get abs and you're especially looking to get rid of that last little bit of stomach fat, chances are first and foremost, you are really going to need to dive down in body fat. And the best way to do that is to lose weight. Uh, and the best way to lose weight is manage your um, kind of your input and your output. So you wanna make sure you're burning more than you're intaking. So that you can do this through smart, intelligent ways, like you know, counting calories, going to meal plans, doing whatever you want. Obviously, we like counting calories and you know, slowly adjusting over time using the new age research, like diet breaks, refeeds, all these benefits. And now, if you're wondering, this is overwhelming. I once again implore you to shoot us an email at contact at clossfitness.com, where we will take care of all of this for you, whether you're trying to lose that last little bit of belly fat or anything else. Now, past that, belly fat in particular is an interesting one because usually people lose a ton of weight. Um, if you're very obese and you lose a lot of weight, there is a chance you'll have some loose skin, especially if you've been obese for a while. If you've only been obese for a few years and you're younger, I really implore you to get rid of that sooner than later, because the longer you have it on, the more science has shown it will be harder to get rid of that loose skin without surgery. Whereas if you're young and you've only been overweight for a smaller period of time, you can minimize that effect. Now, the next question is, hey, what if I just hit that ab machine really hard every day? Will that help? And before I would have said absolutely not, there's no science on spot reduction. Now there has been some that may indicate a chance of it. So if you really want to work away at it, you know, you could do things like lower leg raises. Now I wouldn't go thinking that this is really going to expedite the process in any significant effect. There just may have been some effect that it does help somewhat that simulation of the exercise, but it wasn't a significant effect. So this won't necessarily work as much as the body fat, um, you know, actually just losing body fat well. So that's your primary goal. Um, also understand you're gonna hold a bit of water no matter how lean you are even in like the photos where I've looked the most lean chiseled and shredded uh, you know if you just look at me after eating a lot of water I wouldn't necessarily look that tight your body will hold a lot of water it's just what we do we're made up primarily of water um, so you know keep, bear in mind to walk around fully chiseled and hard is almost un, unrealistic uh, you can do it it wouldn't be pleasant being that lean I like to just be a little bit above that amount but at any point you know I'd have some water there and you can cut that out through water cutting or carb loading and you can get that harder denser look but usually people aren't walking around like a superhero year-round but you know if it is just that last little bit you're gonna want to go ahead and lose it um, you know just by dieting down doing the smart things like counting calories and doing that cardio yeah and you've just got to stay the course because like Josh said oftentimes it'll come off your arms it'll come off your legs everywhere else and then that last little bit that most people are like very annoyed from especially because I've been in this situation is like coming from those last five to ten pounds so you've just really got to stay the course and know that even if you're going to hit those leg raises those crunches those planks and all that good stuff that you're actually in a calorie deficit you're counting your calories and not over consuming too much or else you'll be wasting your time and another thing to bear in mind is everyone is different and you know each cut will be different too for me um, some people will lose all their belly fat right at the start you know and they're really lucky and they hold all their fat in their arms and shoulders and for a dude you look super d's which is good or you know some girls will really hold it and like their buttocks and their legs which you know obviously looks better than if you just if you're skinny with that kind of just a belly look uh, no one necessarily likes that but unfortunately the body kind of decides what area it wants yeah. to lose fat from usually some will go less but everyone's made differently like I do carry quite a lot of fat pretty evenly through my body Kyle carries quite a lot in his stomach relative yeah. to everywhere else not a lot a lot but, but I mean like even if Kyle is like when he was like 210 and he'd be considered quite heavy for his weight his arms still were pretty lean 
you know, mm -hmm. like probably as lean as mine, like 12%. You know, we're all made differently, skin thickness, all these little factors are, it's different for everyone. That's why you really need to look at your specific situation. Don't just work off, you know, general assumptions of, hey, my friend lost, lost five pounds and they, their stomach looks great, so I need to lose five pounds. Like, you need to really just take it step by step for you. That's why it's definitely good to have someone to hold you accountable because if you search online about losing body fat, I guarantee, or sorry, reducing stomach fat, I guarantee like 20,000 different things with like wrong information will come up. So it's always good to have someone to hold you accountable and create a customized routine for you. Absolutely. Next question, Kyle. Let's hear it. I'm ready. I'm ready for it, dude. I love these questions, even though they're not from actual people. Still great content. We're getting lots of listeners and people are messaging us saying they enjoy the podcast. So that's what keeps us going. And as you can tell, Kyle's a little frustrated here <laughs> that no one asks questions. I so am. I so am. Help, help the man out, man. I was he, crying last night. I'm some like, weeks we get like 30 questions, yeah. you know, we're fired up, but this week people aren't showing the love. That's all right. As all long right. as people learn stuff, that's, that's the main it. thing. That's right? it at the end of the day. And they enjoy it. Next question. I'm ready. Is it okay to eat right before bed? Is it okay to eat right before bed? Is the question. <laughs> I would say absolutely yes, and I do it very consistently. <laughs> And I don't think there's any reason not to eat right before bed. I mean, like the only thing I can think of is like, if you're chugging, or sorry, having a bunch of food right before, you might have a little bit of a hard time going to sleep just because you're so full. But like from an actual standpoint of losing weight or anything like that or health purposes, I don't think there's any reason not to. So I'll, I'll, I'll agree but disagree. So I think you absolutely should not eat right before bed because A, that's when you don't really need food. Um, your body is sleeping, it's resting, it doesn't necessarily need to consume it. Mm -hmm. And digestion is very hard on the body. Your body needs to work it down. It will have a significant impact on sleep. Now, bear in mind, if I say this, you're not gonna die if you eat before bed. And yeah. I think that's what Kyle's getting that's at. That's what I'm, yeah. Are like, you gonna gain more fat? Probably not. I mean, yeah. there's been some studies, you know, once again, these are very minimal, small, micro differences you know when you people get so caught up on these little factors here's the, the reality if I you know my meal time and I cut myself off at six but I'm wishy-washy with my macros but Kyle chugs 2,000 calories of greasy food before bed but he's a1 with his macros he's hitting everything a1 with his training he's still gonna have better results mm -hmm. than me because he's being consistent right that's what's most important first is your actual consumption and output then you can dive into these yeah. micro factors so for me my first you know my hierarchy I've said it before I'll say it again calories first as far as nutrition next up you know how much protein you're getting that's going to be the next most important factor then next up is going to be you know things like uh, your carbon fat intake and ratios then things like fiber other factors that promote satiety then I would go into meal timing meal yeah. timing is like the absolute last thing to worry about I stay away from it because that's usually when I'm more tempted to not so much binge but over consume yeah because I'm bored you know you're chilling end of the day like, yeah what do I do I should eat something yeah you're more tempted to grab something greasy yeah. um, but once again like Kyle said the really the main reason you're gonna want to avoid it is just for you know indigestion sleeping but if it's the only time you you can eat that's when you're gonna mm -hmm. eat right that's that's something you need to understand now will eating carbs for bed make you fat no 
there once again no the argument once again that this kind of derived from was that you know these carbs you want to actually be able to utilize them and having them before bed and you know having you kind of bloat up and have to burn is not really there's no purpose to it per se obviously I mean you kind of use it for the next day but it's just something to consider that's why you know there's even a bunch of studies with carbs like when's the best time to have carbs um, you know and it's been kind of shown the best time to eat majority of carbs is post-workout because your body can metastasize them and use them um, but once again these are such small micro differences that it's not worth getting in a you know getting in a twist over mm -hmm. and even so many people will be like oh I'm eating too many carbs that's why I'm not losing weight like a lot of clients right and I'll be like no we're not losing weight because we're eating over our maintenance yeah. you know you're eating over the calories I need you to eat don't focus in on the carbs calories first calories protein then we'll worry about those things mm -hmm. and carbs have a purpose carbs are not the enemy and everyone's different I have some people that are super shredded that I can diet really high calories really high carb they have no problems and I have some more people that are more sensitive and they do better with a higher fat diet so everyone's different you know and just don't go demonizing one nutrient or timing is your problem when you're not looking at these big you know yeah factors you are right though like 9 or 10 p.m. nothing ever gets eaten that's you know decently good for you. you go home you just pick something that's after a long day you're stressed and usually it doesn't go well so I definitely agree with you there but um, I remember there was one study that I'd looked at before and basically um, the reason it gets a bad rep like carbs after 7 or 8 or 9 p.m. was just because people think that your metabolism stops going and you're not burning any calories while you sleep but you are indeed still burning calories when you sleep your metabolism's going at all times of the day it doesn't just shut off you store fat and then you wake up and you're automatically fatter that's not how works so that's uh, a huge myth that a lot of people believe next question next question next question do you know it um something about satiety i mean or maybe <laughs> you're you're throwing a curveball at me i'm ready i mean we had two options here so i'm gonna let you pick how to improve satiety which i think we've touched on yeah or how long does it take to see results how long? I like this. Ooh, this one's tough. They're only going to get one answer. They, I know they want. And then we'll have to save them. one for the next one, yeah. maybe? Okay. Keep them on the edge. Hmm. Which one would people benefit from? Self results. Yeah. A new client right. comes up to you. Hey, buddy. How long will it take me to see tangible results? I'm going to say the day of. The day that you come in here and commit, oh, I like you that will answer. see. I was going to say long, but I like that answer. Results. Maybe not in your physique, maybe not in your body, but mentally, the change in nutrition, the change in mindset, you'll see immediate results. But I know a lot of people aren't exactly looking for that answer, um, so they're looking from a physique standpoint. I'd say, you know, probably like if I were to give someone an answer, maybe four weeks, um, about a month would be That's pretty reasonable. Um, yeah, there, there's no set in stone when you will, and obviously it will depend how dedicated you are. If you're someone who's 450 pounds, it's never moves, never works out, and then you go and commit yourself fully to a perfect nutrition and gym routine, you're going to look crazy. Like in mm -hmm. the first week, you could lose like 10 pounds, yeah. you know? But I love Kyle's answer of the day of, and I think this is one of the best things about fitness. Mm -hmm. Too many people get caught up on how they look, but if you examine how you feel, it's such a, such a pivot, right? Sorry for the background noise. I don't know what's going on. Um, we film these in a car, as you know. Like, it's absolutely amazing to me how many new people come in and they say, wow, you know, I worked out, I got really tired, but then I just, I feel like I have so much more energy now that I'm in a consistent gym schedule. And it really is the truth. 
So, so many people will come to me after that first workout and they'll say, I feel amazing, I feel accomplished, I feel like I have more energy. And it's really interesting how working out actually gives you kind of the feeling of more energy and you know, you feel more inspired. And just like anything else in your life, your brain is very much, you know, your willpower is a muscle you need to work. And if you're consistent with the gym and you can get a consistent schedule with nutrition and the gym and you're on top of it, you feel so good. Because anytime you're not, you always have this thing in the back of your head saying, I'm getting out of shape, I'm losing myself, I'm not committed, why am I eating? so bad, I feel bad, you know, nutrition will leave you not feeling good, you know, you can get the hot sweats from food, you can feel yourself gaining weight, you're less happy with how you feel, you know, when you actually, when you're working towards a goal, you're tangibly working and hustling, you get some pep in your step, you're confident, you know you're going in the right direction, you're challenging yourself, you're developing, you're growing, and I think that's such a powerful thing, so, you know, as far as actually seeing the physique changes, I usually say a month is when you see a very noticeable change, yeah. I have people do measurements at the start and on the fourth week, and you'll, it's always amazing, um, another thing to keep in mind is other people will notice before you do mm -hmm. so it's very often you know you look at yourself every day it's very hard to see those changes whereas you know when you see people more infrequently like every week every couple weeks they'll be like whoa did you lose weight or did you gain weight that's why people are usually pretty good especially with losing weight people will notice you know you'll get little compliments here and there things will fit better and you know really just hold on all these little things where you're developing and growing and I, I think that's just great yeah and I um, another question I'll ask is okay well what percentage of effort are you willing to give me if you're someone that's willing to give you know a hundred percent and do everything that I ask of you like the results will just come so much faster so uh, I had one uh girl sign up for uh, in-person training about two and a half weeks ago she was asking me a similar question I said you know what within a couple weeks I guarantee changes will take place and two and a half weeks in she's already uh, nine pounds down and she's tracked everything she's um, pretty much put into her mouth she's coming for every single workout and that's obviously the biggest thing is like a lot of people who ask these questions though you know how fast will I get results typically don't do what it takes unfortunately so this is something that you have to keep in mind like if you're willing to listen to your coach if you're willing to put in the work then they'll they'll come very fast and sometimes it may not be just from like how you're looking but it may be how you're feeling what the scale is saying what the measurements are saying and you know things come and go but i mean within a week or two something should happen there you go well thanks for listening i'm probably going to die of heat it's getting pretty hot out here. The sun's ablazing. Hopefully you enjoy this episode. I think there's some great uh, questions we answered, even though they were our own. Because these are questions we get asked very commonly. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. We've got a killer episode coming at you Thursday that you can look forward to. Peace.